The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to my program. This is Afternoons with Mike, and it's heard every day, Monday through Friday, right here on The Shepherd. I am in our Studio A today with a couple of people that I just love dearly. These are two leaders, one former, one present of the Christian Chamber. And uh, now, as Crystal has led even beyond the Central Florida Christian Chamber, the U.S. Christian Chamber uh, is in its infancy and growing. And I guess we'll go live what later this year. So uh, welcome Crystal Parker, the, the president of the chamber, and our good friend, compadre Mark Goldstein. <laughs> welcome back. Good to be here. Thank you. Glad to be here today. It is so cool. Well, first of all, it is fun to have you two here. I've told this story countless times. I'll just recap it here. Uh, One of the things that I did not know about in moving back to Orlando after being gone for 17 years, I did not know that we had a Christian chamber that was as active and as impressively forceful in its impact in the city as what it was when I first moved. So I got to meet this fine gentleman via uh, Scott George, a pastor here in the Orlando area. Scott and I have been friends for years, and I introduced Dave to Scott. That's what I thought I was going to be doing. My boss, the uh, general manager, vice president of Mark, was with me. But uh, Scott, on his own had Mark linger from a meeting that he was having with him prior to our meeting. And he goes, I just think, Mike, that this is a guy you want to meet. Boy, was he ever right. So not only did I meet Mark Goldstein, but I met the Christian Chamber in the process because that's what it was. And now fast forward almost three years later, here we are. It Actually, over three years now. Mm-hmm. Hard to believe that that has happened. Crystal, It's you were up in these very studios about two and a half weeks before we had the big, well, it was supposed to be two weeks to flatten the curve. That's right. Yes, that's yeah. right. And it was actually more like two years to flatten the population. I think that's what, <laughs> 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 I think that's closer to what actually happened. But boy, uh, it's great to have you back here. Thank you. It's great to be back. And I, one of the things that you say that I love, and I've used it a number of times, is when you met Mark and got involved in the Christian Chamber, you hit the super highway for connections. And I, I just, did. I love that. Yeah, I was on. I was on the. Uh, What's that, uh, the highway in Germany, what's that called? The uh, Autobahn. The Autobahn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got on the Autobahn here, and it was great. And, it, you know, a guy moving back, I was gone for 17 years. So moving back to Orlando, it was nice getting on that on-ramp, on that superhighway, and uh, meet people again and get connected again. And the chamber was just an awesome way to do that. And uh, so there's a lot going on even now. Let's talk about the transition. Now, it's rare, I think it's rare, for any organization, uh, business, uh, even nonprofit, whatever type of organization where transitions go well. Hmm. Uh, oftentimes, that's one of the biggest stumbling blocks, uh, the, the whole transition piece, the whole legacy kind of being carried forward. All of that's, it, it's just not easy to pull off. How did you guys do that? Well, I think that the big thing is, is that nobody owns the chamber. It's mm-hmm. a 501c6. So for all of those years, I was the steward of the chamber. I, I didn't own it. So beginning in 2016, I really felt like my time was coming to an end. And in fact, I announced in about April of 2016 that I was retiring December of 2016, December 31st was going to be my last official day, and we were looking for a successor. I don't think too many people believed you when you said that. (laughs) Well, I believed me. I I did. And Ronnie believed me, and she had her hopes up. But but anyhow, so it was crickets. Nobody was coming to the table. So I met with my prayer coach, uh, Dawn Whitestone. And in prayer, 
she said, Lord, what do you want Mark to know about this transition? And I heard one of these audible, inaudible voices, but it was clear as a bell. It says, Mark, who told you to set a date? I put you in, I'll take you out, and I'll introduce you to your successor. Fast forward three years. I like threes, but it was mm-hmm. right around that same time, three years later, 2019, I have an appointment with this Crystal Parker, owner of Intent and Impact. So what was supposed to be a one-hour meeting turned into like two and a half hours, but I find out here is this woman who is you know, one of the, the five women in big oil. She was one of the youngest in big oil, big gas in mm-hmm. Texas, Harvard business school graduate. And I have this finger in my back saying she's the one. <laughs> and I didn't say anything. But when that meeting was over, I got in the car, called Ronnie, my wife. And I said, Ronnie, I just met my successor. Fast what did Ronnie say? She said, good. <laughs> you know, Ronnie's very understated. Yeah, that's it. So, but, but then, uh, about fast forward a couple months, mm-hmm. we're at a Fellowship Friday, a chamber event, and I threw out a question, what would be your dream job? And yeah. Crystal was there, and she said something like, uh, working in a business or working in an organization that connected business and ministry together to grow the kingdom. And I'm sitting there and the hairs on my neck stood up. This was October of 2019. I asked Crystal if she could stay a little bit afterwards. We met in the parking lot of MVI. And I threw out to her what God showed me or said to me mm-hmm. at that meeting. Then Crystal turns around and says to me. Well, <laughs> I said, you know, it was, well, what was really interesting is how you brought it up when you, when you said it. So we're in the parking lot and we're having this conversation and Mark says to me, he says, I don't want to insult you, but God showed me that you're supposed to take the Christian chamber of commerce. And, and I was, I really was not expecting that, but Mm. I remember when we first met, I actually called my mom after the meeting and I couldn't believe that the president of the Christian chamber took time to talk with me. And just what an incredible event it was. But I thought that the job would be a lot of fun because I have a gifting and an anointing for business. And my heart is just sold out for Christ. And so I got to and I get to every day uh, partner business and the Lord and help Christian business owners succeed. And so it really is a dream job and a dream come true. Well, you do a great job with it. I remember my first time meeting you and hearing you because it wasn't all that long after you made your first um, appearance at the chamber as a speaker that this announcement was made. It wasn't terribly long anyway, but I remember hearing you use a phrase describing yourself. You said business is something like Business is my sport or something? That's right. Business is my sport. All right. I had that. That's right. And a funny thing about that speaking uh, opportunity was Mark and I only wish we could be that good because we didn't at the time that we booked me to go and be the speaker, we did not discuss me taking over the chamber. Like we had already booked it, planning it, and Mm -hmm. then how things unfolded. They unfolded that way. We couldn't have planned it that well ourselves. We are not that good. Well, it's really fun to see God do that and see the Lord bring that. I know exactly what you meant, Mark, with that inaudible voice, but it feels like it's audible. May as well be audible. And then you feel the the poking in, in your, on your back saying, hey, 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 are you paying attention <laughs> here? Uh, I know how the Lord does that. And it's really wonderful to see. And boy, uh, and, you know, it's really been great to see this transition happen. But then the flip side of that is, is that we were having some personal issues going on. Most people who know Ronnie knows that, know that she was going downhill fast. She lost her sight. She lost a lot of mobility. So when we did that, the transition uh, in the end of June of 2020, uh, she went down, she lost her sight completely. I mean, it, it was it was, you could see the hand of God on it, that he held on to her and gave her the strength 
and capacity to do what she needed to do until the day of the transition. And after that, you know, it, it all started going down here. So we could really see the hand of the Lord. And the other part about that, what makes that significant is that Ronnie's capacity had been diminishing. There was a lot of things we wanted to do. We just didn't have the capacity mm-hmm. or the team to do it. Crystal, she understands process. She understands teams. She understands all that. So a lot of the things that we only thought of and wished for, Crystal and the chamber and her team is doing now. It's really exciting to see. And, and you know, again, timing is everything. If uh, location is everything, location, location, location for real estate, when it comes to business transitions, the timing of it and the people involved, those are the two big things. And I, I think you can go in error on either one of those two things, either make an error on how, um, let's say, how you go about and with whom you do business with, or and then I think there are some people that just jump the gun on time-wise. And they do something that's not, it's not helpful. They don't realize how unhelpful it's going to be. But what you guys did was was truly amazing. And then I think another part of this story that that really should be brought out, Mark was wise enough to get out when he did. Uh, he, he gets out in all of the best of times, you know, <laughs> uh, just before the pandemic happens. Uh, and you get to ride the storm of pandemic change because uh, that's one thing that this whole Uh, deal brought, the whole pandemic brought, is change to uh, not only business life, but just about every aspect of life. But if you remember back, by the middle of 2020, I was worn out Mm -hmm. because come in March, when we couldn't do any get-together events, we had daily Zooms Yeah, where where the community could just come in and we met and we kept the uh, the community going. We kept the relationships going. And w- when we were done by, by June, I was flat out worn out. He was flat out worn <laughs> yeah. out. Well, you became uh, the Zoom queen right during that time. I mean, you had one right after another and all of these innovations that you've brought uh, to the forefront. Uh, it is it, it, A lot of those were Zoom meetings as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking about the university uh, Kingdom, what what is it called? Kingdom Commerce Kingdom University. University. Yes. And I was privileged to be a part of you one of our those. First, our first oh, one. Oh, I our was. first special guest. Oh, yes. my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, God's so sweet because, you know, you hear Mark's story about the timing and, and you ask, you know, how were you able to do it so seamless and in such a way that brought honor to God? And I think that's the biggest thing is as Christians in business that you praise publicly and you work out the other stuff personally. Mm-hmm. And, and Mark was such a gem because he says, I need to disappear so that you can step up as the leader because he had been the president for a number of years. And so he had that wisdom to do that. And thank God you planned to do that because you were able to be there for your wife. And also, I think another really important thing that really helped us to be able to kind of make that handoff in a way that was honoring to the Lord was every now and then I would get a message from the former president and it would go something like this. I just want you to know, I know this is not easy. I see you and you're doing a great job. You don't need to call me back, but I just want you to know you're doing an awesome job. And I know where you're at because there were months because of the direction of the chamber and how some of that atrophy started to set in plus COVID that there was not a paycheck to pull out of that thing. Mm -hmm. And it was really, and is still a real heart mission for me to grow the Christian chamber, to launch the U S Christian chamber of commerce. And so to have that someone that had set in my shoes And not only that, he says, hey, can I help with renewals? What can I do behind the scenes to help you? Um, So it was really just thankful for those little hands that came at the right time. Well, I'm not surprised that it's with you guys because both of you have a heart and a love for the Lord and a love for the Savior that is exemplified in, in the way you live and what you do. But 
you know, uh, again, I've just seen a lot of Christian organizations. It's happened even in churches where the handoff from pastor to pastor was anything but maybe great. And um, it, it, it was a rocky road. And compound that with the fact that statistically, Christian chambers do not last. Mm. <laughs> There's just something of it. They have a shelf life. Either they get too political or they get too, do- they go in a doctrinal direction. And it, 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 it look, Christianity can be divisive enough, even among Christians, mm-hmm. on theology. The last thing you want to bring into it is politics. Yeah. But but the, the, the thing is, it is tough to keep a Christian chamber going. Yeah. And like I said, tons of them have fallen away since I've been watching it. But what's interesting is with the U.S. Christian chamber, there's some that are looking at starting up. So actually through Crystal and the chamber here, that trend could actually start changing as right. they're doing it the right way. Well, one of the wonderful things about a, a chamber of any sort, be it a, a, a community chamber or the business chamber of commerce, I mean, that's how we most often hear that term, the chamber of commerce. And, and it is connectivity. It is networking. It is uh, relationship building. It's all of those things. But when you add the, the Christian name to that, well, then you also bring along then, if you're doing it truly Christian, the, all of the biblical principles uh, that affect not only businesses in their way of living, but individuals in their way of living, uh, that, that should present a wonderful guideline for walking out all of the things of relationship, all of the things of being in having integrity in our lives and being honest as business people. I mean, those are desirable at any level, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and we have a responsibility as Christians in business. We have to walk the talk. And so many times I hear people talk about why they leave a church. They leave a church because of person. Mm -hmm. Why do people, I don't, you know, there's certain actions that I see people make that call themselves a Christian that people say, I don't want anything to do with that God, if that's what your God is. And everybody that's at the Christian Chamber of Commerce sees their vocation, whatever it is, as a means to be and and reach as a disciple for the for Christ. And, you know, we have such an opportunity to minister to people, to win hearts for Christ the more that we are able to grow the kingdom through our businesses. And so my heart to grow business is financially, of course, there's, that's the, that's one of the benefits, but it's so much bigger than the money. Mm -hmm. It's about winning hearts and souls for Christ. And we want to collaborate together as Christians in the marketplace to support each other, to have those collaborations, to create kingdom commerce and ultimately to win hearts for Christ. I think one of the greatest things that this chamber offers is something called YPN. It's Young Professionals Network. Hmm. And if you're a student of the Bible, you know what happened from Genesis to Exodus, and you end up in Judges. Uh The story wasn't told from generation to generation. Things weren't built on. And with the Young Professionals Network, these are younger Christian business people that are still trying to find their way and they're they're nurtured. They're Christians that are business people older like us. I won't mention Crystal. (laughs) She's younger. Uh, We're going to have to take a break here, but I I just would like to say, as we do, we'll pick up on this part on the other side, but I wonder why I've not been invited to be part of that young professionals. Now. Okay, I think I know. You're why. an old dude. I'm an old dude. That's it. This is Afternoons with Mike. My guest today, Crystal Parker from the Christian Chamber. Also, Mark Goldstein will be right back. This is Afternoons with Mike. In Studio A today with uh, some dear people to us, Crystal Parker, also Mark Goldstein. We're talking about the young professionals at the end of segment one. And I kind of had to interrupt you, Mark. I want to go ahead and give the microphone back over to you for a moment. And, you know, you mentioned something about uh, the transitions in in, during the break, which I think is so good to realize that that could be and should be 
one of the main reasons why we develop younger people is for future transitions, right? And as we said, when you look in the, the early chapters of the Bible, a lot of the problem was because there wasn't transition. The story wasn't told. It wasn't recounted. So people forgot. And in, for YPN in the chamber, these are young people that are finding their way. Mm-hmm. They, they're Christians, but they need more experience. So you have young Christian business people who are matched and, and are mentored by older Christian business people. Mm-hmm. And as Crystal and I have talked, talked, probably her successor will come from somebody in the YPN. Yeah, I but can they, see that. They're doing a great job of just continuing this going for generations to come. Yeah, well, this is really exciting, Crystal, to see the uh, energy that comes forward. I mean, every aspect of the meetings. And isn't it good, the fact that we can say, live meetings again. I mean, it's really wonderful. Yeah, we, we really enjoy getting together. We actually have just under a hundred different events every year that we, wow. I know we're busy. At we are a live week. and active yeah. chamber of commerce, Christian chamber. There's no question because you do something almost every Friday with uh, uh, the, the whole meetings at different businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then on top of that, the once a month meetings, and then I know you do a lot of things still over over the Zoom meetings and all of that, but uh, there's something going on all the time. The big thing we want people to know is that they have an opportunity to plug in. One thing I say often is you are not alone. And we also know that if you're under attack, the enemy is going to want to get you away from the herd. And I've seen more failures, falls, and disappointments, and people turning and losing their way when they're off alone. And so the biggest thing for me is that people can have a place that they get plugged into, and they can be a part of something that they are not alone. So we've designed different programs in the Christian Chamber to appeal to different people, wherever they are in their life and business, the young professionals, absolutely, there's a place that they belong there. Mm-hmm. We want to grow future leaders out of there, and we want to be a part of their success story. We also want to show them that there's a different way to connect than just going down to the tavern and you know calling that a happy hour get-together. Our young professionals, are they do after hours, but they're doing it in coffee shops. They're praying for each other. They're setting the standard of a young Christian professional in the marketplace. And that's getting ready to grow even more. We've got incredible directors. The Lord sent them to us, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. We meet biweekly as a leadership team, but they've taken our ambassador model and they're going to be growing. We actually have a meeting next week for that next line of leaders and ambassadors that are going to be a part of that. And then we started something at the relationship building lunches because we don't want just the young professionals to be in their group together. We want them ingrained in the greater chamber is what we call it. So we started a, a save a seat for a YPN at the lunches, which basically means that when a young professional registers for the lunch, they pick up a little tag, they go set it at a place in one of the tables, and then they're sitting with other chamber members, not just the young professionals together. We want them mentored engaged in building relationships and doing business with our other chamber members. And so this is a great way to bring them into the fold. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's a really neat opportunity. We also have professional development. We found that professional development is a huge piece of growing the businesses. When I think about a Christian business, how I vision a Christian business is that city set on a hill. Mm -hmm. We are serving to the highest degree. We're working harder for you. We're praying for our clients, just like we did before we even started this today. We prayed. And And we almost prayed twice. Well, I wish I should have just let you. I just wanted to remind you. (laughs) I didn't know if it was a senior moment or if maybe you had something new to say. It's all all that. Another reason why I'm not in the YPN. (laughs) One of the people in this room is starting to lose it. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. Hope that's not true. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so professional (laughs) development. So, you know, the law of the lid, John Maxwell talks about this in his book, but he basically saying that the leader in an organization is the lid. 
And so on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest level of leader, if the, if the top leader is leading at a level five, that leader is only going to be able to attract and retain level five, four and under leaders, mm-hmm. not going to hold on and retain a level seven leader. So my vision and goal is I take leaders in the Christian chamber. Every business owner is a leader and help them raise their leadership level. 12 a year is what they get with professional development. And we have a really exciting hot summer, hot, hot, hot summer. We've got uh, Laurel Odonez with Queenly Consulting coming in in June, and she's going to talk about dominate social media. Now, every aspect of our professional development is delivered through a Christian leader. And there's an element of Christ in there always. That's so important to me. So I don't know how she's going to pair social media with the Lord, but let me tell you, I know that she will. We have Cynthia Blackwell coming in in July to talk about The Magical Power of Three, her new book. And she's going to help our leaders grow in different ways, spiritually, socially, emotionally, physically, financially. That's what this is about. But there's also an element of connection, growth, and opportunity to do business together. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. What I love about the chamber, I, I mean, I love the chamber, but certain things have just continued. And one of the things is the basic philosophy. You go to a lot of chambers, it's, well, I got, I'm going to go in there because I got to sell a lot of stuff. I got to mm. sell, sell, sell. In the Central Florida Christian Chamber, in the U.S. Christian Chamber, it's not about what you sell; it's how you can serve. Mm-hmm. So the idea is, and that's why all these programs grow because you come into a culture of, look, sales are going to come in. I'm going to do business, but what can I give? How can I serve? And look, anybody wants to help you if you're known as a servant. Mm-hmm. And so in the chamber, people are looking for ways to come with their hands open and, mm-hmm. and out rather than pulling in. That's well said. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with that, you've got this whole thing that you've developed now. And last year, your first expo. And so that is one more layer, I guess you could say, of not only developing this excitement and the and the energy that happens in these uh, monthly meetings and sometimes weekly meetings at different businesses, but you have this kind of a consolidated and maybe concentrated a couple of days away where it was at Canterbury last year. And you had all of these people come and there, it was just like walking in there and seeing them. There was smiles on every face. It was pretty cool. It was, it was really scary. (laughs) It was so scary because ultimately it was selling air. I mean, we've never done a U.S. Christian Business Expo before. I was scared to death, honestly, mm-hmm. and I just didn't know how it would be received. It was a three full. It was full three days. Yeah, and we brought in uh, great speakers. We put together an amazing event. I say we because there was a whole lot of we involved in this, and we did do it at Canterbury Conference Center. Uh, we hit our goals. We sold 150 tickets, and we built it out as far as the structure would allow us. We had 17 different states that were represented that people came in from, and it was a great first year. And when I got done, we did a keep, chuck, and change. What would you keep? What would you chuck? And what would you change about the expo? And then did you have a God encounter? So everything was a free-flowing type in the response survey. Mm -hmm. And I read every single word of every survey because I wanted to know did, were we able to impact people for Christ? Did we strengthen Christian business leaders in the marketplace? Somebody wrote on there anonymously that I now feel like I can go talk about God in the workplace. Those types of comments really hit my heart because that's ultimately what my passion in life is. And uh, so when we finished, read the comments, awesome. You would think I was like, let's do it again. I was like, I'm not ever doing another one of those. Yeah. That's really what it was. And I was telling God, I'm not doing another one. And and God was like, yeah, that's right. You're not doing another one of those. There's never going to be another first one mm-hmm. like that. But I need to do something new. And so we birthed the second U.S. Christian Business Expo and National Conference. And it is absolutely 100% God's fingerprints on this because it took me a while to warm up to realize what I was supposed to do. 
I took all those comments that I read and heard and thought, okay, how can we hold on to these things that were really special to people, the relationship building, the community building aspect of it, but then how do we grow this Mm -hmm. so that more people can be involved? And that's when the download started, the divine connections and speakers started to come together. The next thing you know, we have Mac Powell from Third Day as our opening worship I was shocked to hear this. Oh, oh my gosh. If I could just tell you how it all came together. Oh yes, I'd love to hear the story. Okay, I would be happy to. And then I'll tell you the story about Mac Powell. I have to tell you too, one of the speakers that I had connected with earlier in the year that I had asked to come speak for this event is Joel Mamby from C, uh, the former CEO of SeaWorld. And he has a show on Undercover Boss. His book is called Love Works. And he says, I can't do the expo, but can I do a professional development? So we have him in August. Just wanted to throw that out there. Oh it's, my so goodness. Oh, it's so exciting. It's so exciting. But okay, so here's how we got MacPow. Uh, we had uh, Jason Noble. Were, if you were there for the lunch, I was. Jason Noble from the Breakthrough, did he yes. do something on He did something on air with me here as well, yeah. Okay, great, great human, amazing, amazing uh, story. A, a pastor who uh, uh, was portrayed in that movie. It was uh, a quite a quite an interview. I loved it. Blessing. So when he came, we had put together kind of the the framework for the expo, but didn't have any announcements about speakers, who was going to be leading roundtables, the Kingdom Women of Tomorrow event. None of this had been cooked or baked. It was, hey, we're going to put on another expo. And uh, we have this really cool trailer video that we put together. And I was just going to show it. And I told my daughter, who is what I call my chief marketing officer, this girl, she's a freshman. She's amazing. And so I told her, I said, well, I'm going to show the video, but I'm not going to sell tickets. And she goes, why aren't you going to sell tickets? And I said, well, we don't have any, we're not ready. Like, uh, who's going to buy a ticket? They don't even know who's going to be on the the docket. And she goes, do you have paper? Yeah. Then you can sell tickets. Sell tickets, mom. And we ended up selling close to $2,000 of tickets that day because I was obedient. So I put together how we're going to sell the tickets. We make this announcement. Jason Noble's in the room. And Jason afterwards says to me, well, I'm going to come back because I, we're going to have Reagan um, ready to go. And uh, I want to the have, movie Reagan, the yeah. movie Reagan. And I want to have a booth. I want to share about Reagan. OK, awesome. So I said, is your team going to do that or are you? And he says, well, I'm going to come back. I want to go to the expo. I said, how about speaking for the expo? He says, absolutely. Meanwhile, he says, there's two people I want to connect you with that I think a Christian chamber would be amazing uh, and they would love it. So he connected me with somebody in Springfield, Missouri. And it turns out that he is, he puts on large Christian music festivals. I'd love to introduce you to mm-hmm. him. And his name is John. And they do large Christian music festivals. And he said, I was telling him about the expo and about the Christian chamber. He goes, we need a Christian chamber here. Everybody thinks they want a Christian chamber there because it's so amazing to connect with fellow brother and sisters in Christ. He says, well, he goes, you're having this worship experience at the beginning of your expo. And I said, that's right. I said, I really believe in ushering in the power of the Holy Spirit through worship to help this really connect with leaders, to open up innovation, new things that God's going to do, but we have to have our hearts ready and just really create that space. And he goes, well, have you thought of bringing in a artist, like a professional artist? And I said, I wouldn't even know the first thing about doing that, John. He goes, but I do. And he goes, I've always wanted to go to Orlando. Maybe we'll put a Christian festival out there. He goes, how about you let me act as your agent and I'll take care of finding you an artist. Oh, and by the way, he says, there's this really cool thing that if you catch an artist on their way to another destination, then you might be able to do it under what you're expecting an artist like that would cost. He says, says, what's your budget? I said, I don't have a budget. I never even planned this. He goes, well, let's create a budget for you. Here's what, you know, so I threw out this number and um, lo and behold, he calls me a week later and he says, Crystal, he goes, you're never going to guess who's on their way through. He goes, 
this is the most amazing thing. And he says, ever heard a third day? And I said, oh, yeah. He says, Mac Powell. So we're like doing the screamy, weird, super fan thing. Like, I mean, help me, Lord. I'm going to have to try to control <laughs> my my fan emotion. Uh, and so anyway, so he's talking to Mac's team. And his team is just like, okay, wait a second. So she wants Mac to come and open a business conference. And and he's like, yeah, that's what that's what they're wanting him to do. So so it's not a concert for Mac Pal. No, it's a business. Like these are business people that Mac's going to open the conference for. Like they just couldn't get their head around it because God's doing something new. And mm-hmm. it's it's a new innovation of what a Christian business conference, national conference and expo is supposed to look like. And then we're taking it one step further. And on that expo floor, that's over halfway sold. We've already out superseded what we sold last year and we haven't spent a dollar marketing this thing. And uh, the expo floor is going to be open to the public. We're going to let people come on to that floor and spotlight Christian business. Which will further the word about the Christian chamber. I hope so. Yeah, that's really wonderful. And all the businesses, too, that sign up to do it, they're going to get a spotlight on what they're doing. And we want people to shop Christian if possible. Well, I have been a third-day fan I remember when they formed out of Atlanta, a friend of mine that used to be a guitar player with me uh, at our church moved to Atlanta and he was up there and he was on the board for third day uh, back when they began. And so he called me up one day and told me all about this new band. He said, be watching for them. This is going to be an amazing band. Well, that was, that was the beginning of history. I mean, their songs, I love Mac Powell and he's, He's got one of those identifiable voices that when you hear it, he doesn't sound like anybody else but Mac Powell. And so it's going to be amazing. And I think he's going to love being around this group. Am I knowing uh, I've never seen him live before a one-on-one like this, but boy, I tell you what, he's going to love being there. And it's it's, um, 500 seats only in this place. Okay. So it's going to be small. And yeah. we're going to do kind of an unplugged. He knows he's coming in to open worship. And uh, people that have seen him live just doing worship sets said he's amazing. Oh, yeah. So I just can't wait to see what God's going to do. Yeah. You know, he would have had one of the first, what would have been the first hit songs? That's actually a worship song uh, back years ago when he recorded the song uh, with Cademan's Call, which was also, a, they're no longer together. But they did God of Wonders, uh, Beyond My Wildest Dreams, You Are Holy, You Are Holy. That was Mac Powell's wow. voice. That uh, And every Christian radio station in the nation played that song. It was just amazing. I, I love it to this day. And so I can't wait. I hope he does that song. I'm sure he will. We'll ask him. Yeah. Let's he's got to do him. it. Do okay. it for Mike. Do it for Mike. Here's the, here's the clip from the radio set. <laughs> oh, we're up against another break. Got to go. This is Crystal Parker with me here today and also Mark Goldstein. We'll be right back. This is Afternoons with Mike. Here we are, segment three already. What a chat. I almost lost my bearing of time hearing all the exciting stuff about Mac Powell coming uh, we ended up segment two talking about the the expo that is coming. Give us the dates and all the information that we need. You bet. So October the 13th and October the 14th is this expo. October the 13th, we have in the morning Kingdom Women of Tomorrow. And that's an event just for the ladies that will kind of kick off the expo. Mm-hmm. In the afternoon on the 13th, we have VIP roundtable discussions. We have several great topics for businesses and nonprofits that we think will help them grow their business, but also give them a little bit of that community feel opportunity to build the relationships in a smaller group. That evening we have the VIP welcome reception. So anybody that has that VIP ticket will be able to attend the welcome reception and as well as our speakers. And we're having that on the expo floor. So our exhibitors are going to get an opportunity to engage with the folks that have Mm -hmm. that ticket. So that's on the 13th. And then on the 14th is the general session. That's the one we're going to have Mac. He's opening it up. And then we have seven keynote speakers that are going to talk on the seven pillars of success. The title of it is God's Economy, Believers Doing Business in the Marketplace. And how I came up with the seven pillars of success when I was reading in Proverbs about wisdom. 
and it talked about wisdom. She has her seven pillars. And I thought so much about what does it mean for a believer in the marketplace to be successful? What do they need to be successful? And so the Lord just showed me these seven pillars of success. And so we brought in the best of the best speakers to deliver on each one of those. And so the general session is on the 14th of October. You can get a ticket just for Friday, but you can get the VIP experience and really, you know, build Mm -hmm. that community, build those relationships. And we have some people that are doing that and even staying over in the hotel near where we're having this at First Baptist Church in Orlando. And that, I was going to say, that's a, a new venue this year. It's a new venue. We're doing a total takeover of Faith Hall. So we have upstairs and downstairs. And uh, some of the, we have a, a deal and agreement with Delaney Hotel, which is a super cute 52-room boutique hotel that people are staying at. And after that reception, we'll go back to the hotel and just enjoy some time and fellowship. Oh, this sounds so great. Again, October 13th and 14th 13th and 14th. And people can grab the tickets today at uschristianchamber.com. uschristianchamber.com. Yep. And there's an Expo 2022 tab on there and they can Mm -hmm. find out all the details. Well, this is really going to be fun to hear how this develops and to be there and to, to see it. It's really going to be exciting. First Baptist, they're so amenable out there, aren't they? They're wow. just really hospitable and open up to uh, just the needs that you have. And they're just so quick out there. I love those people. A uh, quick fun fact. The Central Florida Christian Chamber has had more events at, at Faith Hall than any other organization in the world. Oh, Isn't no that way. something? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Well, we were there every month. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. For 10 years, 11 years. <laughs> yeah, speaking of still. Mark, I remember the very first time that Mark came to one of the lunches, not as the president, and he says, boy, it sure feels good to be in attendance because you did, what, 10 years straight of monthly lunches. Yeah. That is a... that. That's a lot of work. And he would never eat when we did. I don't either. Yeah. Oh, you don't either. We work. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's important, but okay. I don't eat either. I right. followed after his footsteps. <laughs> I, I've never quite understood that kind of a, of a commitment. There was, a, there, was always, <laughs> there was always a doggy bag. <laughs> That's right. I know you did. And it was good. And I'm sure it was. In fact, I think one of the times I interviewed you, Mark, early on, it was over that doggy bag lunch at the end of it because we hung around and... It was. Uh, it's right. At a six-foot table, I'm sitting there with Mark when he's finally eating his lunch. <laughs> and and this is really great. But there have been a lot of new additions. It's really fun. Again, if you're interested, if you're a business person, and you would like to check one of these things out, I'm sure you have the schedule for the, these uh, relationship-building lunches that you have with the chamber that are usually on Thursdays, right? They're usually on Thursdays. We actually made a significant investment in our members at the chamber, and we've invested in a new directory. So there's, it's actually uh, Google mapped as well. So our members are out and about. They can pull up that map or put in the zip code and stop in and say hi to a fellow Christian chamber member. We also have included a new events calendar. We have a career center that people can post their jobs on. So that we can create kingdom commerce and give a place for people to hire, um, you know, know that there's like values there when they're looking to hire someone. We have member to member news now Mm -hmm. and uh, we've got member to member deals. So actually there's one of our members, I think they're actually coming in which is Stratus Cleaning, Mm -hmm. and they have put out there a really great deal for our Christian Chamber members, uh, members only. Well, it happens. Oh, <laughs> no, I had a thought and it went away. <laughs> That's why. All right. Now, now we've had the most senior amendment. Mark is over here. Well, you, of course, our listeners have not heard that. He's waving his hand like, I've got a thought. And then. And we, we paused and it was not the pause that refreshed. I think that's what, I think when that happens, Mark, next time just say amen. Actually, I, I finally remember. Okay. I'm glad you did, Mark. I just want to throw this another fun fact out. Those hundred events a year that are all in, included in membership or members have yeah, access, access to doing it. Do you realize that you have access to a hundred plus events for less than it would cost to provide to buy a quarter page ad 
in the Orlando Sentinel one day. Wow. Wow, no, I didn't know that. I didn't know yes. that either. I think we need to look at the pricing structure again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, the reality is uh. it is an amazing value for a, especially if you're a small business person and you're a Christian, you want to do business with other Christians, but you want to, you like that commerce. You, mm. you know, what's yeah. the number one a priority of being in business? Stay in business. That's mm-hmm. right. Being part of the, the chamber for a small business is a low investment that gives maximum return. You know, when I think back about that, uh, staying in business, that phrase that Mark just said, that was something that was really uh, on everyone's mind during the whole pandemic and that very difficult year of 2020 when so many businesses completely went dark. And yet uh, during that time, isn't it ironic, Crystal, when you look back, it was during that time that while you were not able to have all the same level of public meetings and you couldn't and didn't, but the Lord was doing this work, it's almost like under the surface. And now that we're past a lot of that, hopefully forever, mm-hmm. uh, look at what hap- is happening right now. It's really amazing to see. It's amazing because in the moment, you don't always realize God's moving and what God's doing, yeah. good and bad. But as you take time to look back, you can see God's handprint and his fingerprint, his love for it. And I heard it sometimes once ago said that if if we were to see what it was that God had planned for us, we would mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> so God just gives that flashlight view of each step, each step. And it's so important that you provide yourself and give yourself the space to hear from him. And and where I was in my reading today, and you are you both are biblical scholars, so you'll appreciate this. Uh-oh. But I was in Luke today, and I didn't realize that Jesus, when he was a young boy, I think maybe 12 or something, and he got his parents went back to wherever they were, and he stayed back behind in the temple. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that for three days they did not have their child. Yeah. And but but what I found, what the Lord showed me that verse in that story was it, it talked about the end that Jesus was gaining in wisdom, stature, and, and favor, favor mm-hmm. with God and man. And so that verse got me. So I went back up and I said, well, what, what was he doing to gain wisdom, stature, favor with man? And it was as he was in the temple, he was listening and asking questions. Now, my daughter and I laughed all the way to school today thinking about those people were probably like, can someone get this Jesus out of here, please? But because he knew all the questions he asked, right? Most likely. But he was listening. Jesus was listening and asking questions. What a model. And so I, I, we were reflecting on that today. When I talk to God, a lot of times it's like, okay, God, this, God, this, God, this, God, this. I talk, 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 talk. Here's my list. Here's my thanks. Here's my this. How many times we just sit and listen and ask questions? God, what would you have for this expo? What would you have for your people? How can we serve? And so in doing that, he provides those answers. And through COVID, he provided the right answers as far as doing a new thing, creating streams in the wasteland, something different, something new, something that would connect this world to Christ. Because Mm -hmm. believers are in the marketplace non-believers are in the marketplace too. And a lot of times, unfortunately, non-believers don't go to church. So where are we going to find them in the marketplace? And and I believe that as we model what Christian Chambers looking like to Mark's point earlier, we're going to change the trajectory of Christians in business from right out of Orlando, Florida. I love it. I love it. You know, there's a, a song that the Imperials used to sing and it talked about that the gist of it would be that sometimes to some people, we are the only example of Jesus that they will ever mm-hmm. see because they're not in a church. They're not in in the temple, if you will, in, in the Old Testament or in the uh, uh, with Jesus there in the New Testament in those early days of the New Testament when he was walking and, and all of that was going on uh, 12 years old. Imagine that just being able to confound the rulers of the temple at wow. age 12. That is just amazing. So God's called us to live our lives in such a way that it makes a difference to people. Well, I was just looking at the clock 
<laughs> and I and I want to know about this robot book. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. We only have about three minutes left. So tell us about your book, Crystal. So my book is called The Best Robot Wins. It ain't personal. It's just business. And this book is my background in business. I mean, I moved up. I was a college dropout and I started stocking shelves in a truck parts store. And I moved up and then finished my undergrad, my master's. And as Mar- as you said earlier, went to Harvard Business School. Well, so I got the pedigree with the natural instincts. And now I'm also a professor today. And so I had this opportunity to write a book. And I wanted to bring together Christ and commerce. And so I used the parable of the seed sower to help the reader understand how to structure their business in a way to engage and to gain a competitive advantage in the marketplace. And uh, the book has done very well. I was counting it up when I when I launched it. How many people that I know in my small town of 300, I thought maybe we'd sell 100 books. And this thing hit best pre-bestseller yes, it did. on Amazon. Congratulations. And it's been a huge blessing. Thank you. But it's it's not, this isn't about me. I skinned it. And the way that it reads is that anybody in business would pick it up. But what they're going to get is the love of Christ and real scripture to help them grow their business the kingdom way. Oh, beautiful. Crystal Parker from Intent and Impact and also the president of the Christian Chamber and the U.S. Christian Chamber. Those dates again in October for the expo are? October the 13th and the 14th. And your web address? USChristianChamber.com. And if you want to engage with us in Central Florida, it's CF, like Central Florida, cfchristianchamber.com. Highly recommend coming out to these meetings. You're going to love it. You're going to laugh a lot. You're going to meet some new friends and quickly feel like you're part of a team. I mean, that's what it is. I feel like I'm going, and it's like a big family reunion. And in really, in a lot of ways, I get to see people that I don't get to see maybe other times during the month. So it's really great. Mark, thank you for being here with us as well. Thank you for inviting me. I've been looking forward to seeing Crystal. I don't get to see her that much. Uh, She's a busy person. Crystal Parker, thank you again for being with us yet another time. Thank you. And I just want to thank Mark for being obedient to that tap on the shoulder. And thank you so much for the blessing of the show. Well, it's joy for me to have you here. And friends, thank you as well for being with us. We'll see you next time right here on The Shepherd.